You guys ready? I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Let's let's fire it up. Fire it up. <laughs> when Adam sings. Fire it up. I want to see where this is going. Every wait, time. Wait, 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 let him sing. Fire it up. <laughs> <laughs> every, t- every time Adam sings, a child dies. <laughs> so we need to stop. God, we need to stop that immediately. That is awful, man. A child dies, bro. You killed like three kids right there. God, well, maybe they were little Hitlers, right? Now yeah. I feel awful. I can't. <laughs> little never, Hitlers. I will never try and sing again. Uh, listen. Think positively. You, listen, listeners. You can get... Nine months of exercise programming, and you can do it, and you can start for only one twenty-seven. That's right, one hundred twenty-seven dollars. You get nine months of exercise programming, so you get started with Maps Anabolic, Maps Red. Then you progress to Maps Performance, which is green, and then Maps Aesthetic, which is black. There's like three hundred exercise videos in there. Yeah, uh, blueprints, workouts, everything. It's nine months all planned out. It's going to keep you real busy. It, uh, incredible results, amazing results. We're getting feedback from people who started this uh, this bundle, the RGB bundle, um, and they're getting fantastic results. Each program's three months long, and within those three months, each program has anywhere between three to four phases that it separates. So lots of programming gone into all it. broken down for you, and you can get started in the RGB bundle for as little as one twenty seven at mindpumpmedia.com. Did you see? Uh, Craig's little baby girl. It's adorable. Oh, yeah. Adorable. It's moments like that. Just for a moment, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a kid. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I listened to what Justin said the other day. You know what? Day. You know what? I blame that on parents. We need to start posting the real shit, Justin. <laughs> no more of this, like, right. the, the, the no you know, mystery. Yeah, the, like the 1% of the time where it's like, yay. Oh, they're so cute yeah. right here, right? Yeah. Be like, oh, check this out. Life's easy. I want you guys to do I want shit you guys, everywhere. This is a cute mini me. Videos of trying to get them ready for school and shit, screaming at them, God damn it, put uh, your shoes on. You just don't want that on record because the you regression can, of you can get in their pants. You could get in trouble with the beatings. Oh, God. True. Yeah. yeah. Are we giving some we're stuff so, away? So yeah, pleased. we're going to give away four shirts today. Four? Four. One, two, three, four. Wait a minute. How many reviews did we get? 16. Beautiful. Wow, yeah. that's awesome, guys. So we're that's pretty good. consistent right around that's 16 not bad. right now. That's not mm. bad at all. Yeah. First up, Barefoot Lex. Car Con. The Skinny Fat Girl Heather. Oh. And Desirable Hippo. Desirable <laughs> Hippo? <laughs> Damn it. You all of what? you are uh, winners. We'd hit it. Yeah. You're all winners of a free T-shirt. Leave us a review, my friends. Have your friends leave reviews. There's a good chance you'll win a free T-shirt, just like those four people just did. And if yeah. they could just send over their iTunes name, the one I just read, to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com, as well as your shirt size and address, we'll get that right out to you. Thank you very much. That's right. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You know, it's, um, <clears throat> here's what I find fascinating. What do you find fascinating? That, let's you see, how long, how long have we been? You find a lot of stuff fascinating. I do, but this is really interesting. <laughs> how long have we been in the studio? He's a student. Have we hit a year? It's been since April, right? Over. So, since I think April we've been in this so studio. So over a year? Yeah, and since April, so since then, so that's one, two, three, that's a, it's a few months, right? It's been a few months. Adam has complained about the same exact fucking thing every single time we record. This is true. <laughs> that you that you can't connect your wire. It sounds like shit. Yeah. And every single time... We were time, like, try a different hole. Try a different hole. Every single time, either Doug has said it 10 times. I've yeah. said something like, dude, it's your, it's your fucking Bose wire. And Adam's like, Pff, it's not my $5 million headphone wire. And guess what it turned out to be? <laughs> Stupid. Your dude. Bose wire. Oh, God. 
Beats, excuse me. Mm. Wrong guy. I fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. If you're going to make fun of me, do it right. Hey. <laughs> hey, you're <laughs> fucking guy. Damn it. Yeah, failing, a, failing and making fun of me. I had me. a good one. Uh, <laughs> I had a good one. But at least now you're fixed. What do you got in your teeth right now? Let me see. Okay, you got it. I got it. Do you want to get... Get in there and help yeah, them. Yeah. What, what's you. going on here? Yeah. I got you. I like it when you do that. I got when you. you lick your finger and got you. <laughs> get stuff off my face. Yeah. Hey, how did you, uh, vagina out. heads, like the studio this morning? Huh? It was very clean. Mm, it's yeah. so yeah, it's spacious now. I appreciate yeah, the organization that you and uh, you and Katrina did. We thought for sure it was Doug, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm impressed it was Adam. You know what? I, like I said, what, what kind of gave it away that it was you was the calendars, the the big like uh, you know calendars that we can write on. Yeah, because that was such a big deal Old for you. Old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and the, and it's the, the way clock. to go. The clock is a good idea. Yeah, I like to know that because I like to see like how long you're talking for. I'm like, okay, Except I can't fucking see. He's it. been talking for a way too. Yeah, but you don't you don't over talk. You're fine. That's true. This is for mainly for Saga. Like, okay, I'm just like I'm gonna go over this. <laughs> he's been rambling uh, for four minutes now. I'm gonna give him thirty <laughs> more seconds. I'm gonna interrupt him right now. I would. You know what I would I love? Go based on feel. I would love a fan to 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 listen to like five episodes and record the time. That each one of us talks to oh really see please. who talks the most. Well, of course please, I ramble please the do most. That. Come on, we know that. Oh, yeah. now you're going to backtrack. Of course. Oh. I want to see evidence. I want to see science. That's the humor of me teasing you about Scientific it. I know, I know I'm the worst when I'm it comes to that one. stuff. Dude. Especially if I go on a rant. If you get me all fired up about something, then you know I, I tend to ramble on. Dude, two, <laughs> so, so two cool things happened this weekend. Two interesting things. Uh, one was I did my very first... 48 hour fast which i think ju- you're justin you're the only one that in your have, has done yeah. that before mm-hmm. it's uh it's a whole new world it's a whole new world <laughs> but it to- wasn't as hard as you thought that's the thing that tripped me out is yeah. it wasn't hard at all yeah it wasn't hard at all really at all at dude w- the discipline was already there though well know? because i do 24 hour fasts, you know uh, at least twice a week but I thought, okay, I'm doubling it. Uh, is this going to be that? Is it going to be hard? Yeah. And uh, the truth is, no. My appetite was fucking gone. It was not. It was like I went to bed, so I didn't eat at all Saturday. Went to bed Saturday night. And I thought, oh my god, I'm gonna have trouble sleeping because I didn't eat. Yeah. I slept hard, very well. Woke up, tons of energy. Felt fantastic. Went and worked out. Now, I will say this. Uh, I purposely worked out at a much lower intensity, so I treated it like mm-hmm. focus session. I did mobility work, so I didn't I didn't go into the gym and kill myself by any means. Didn't do any cardio aside from like a, I did a 45-minute walk. No need to. You're in fucking full-on fat-burning mode 24-7. Yeah, and I figured, you know, one of the things you can get when you fast, prolonged fast, is you can get uh, hypotension. Your blood pressure will drop naturally. And so some people will experience dizziness when they go from like a low position to a high position. Like if I, I'm on the ground and I stand up real quick. I didn't really notice that that much, maybe a little bit, but I still was kind of careful because I'd never done it before. I was just shocked that my appetite was gone. Energy was great. Um, right. It was after. So normally when I do a 24 hour fast, right around the 16, 18 hour mark, I start to notice the, like the sharpening effects where mm-hmm. you know I feel like I can uh, feel like my vision sharpens like you know I hear things better I just I feel like I'm on a stimulant but not uh, not like a stimulant it's hard to explain I just feel very very focused and sharp well that happened again to a new level the next day right around I would say right around noon all of a sudden I became again like another level of sharpness and just I felt uh, amazing. Um, inflammation became like almost non-existent because then when then when I would go to do like mobility work I felt the first time going into like a deep squat or to a stretch like I do after I'm doing it after about 15 or 20 minutes so so I had hit that level mm-hmm. without 
you know, having done mobility or stretching. I just jumped right into it. So it felt pretty awesome. Um, and then when I ate, here's the thing. When I ate, I thought to myself, like, okay, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to want to feast. You're like, binge. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be so hungry once I start tasting food. And the truth is, no. Mm-hmm. It was like I, hard to eat it, huh? Dude, I ate, uh, I had. Uh, did you set yourself up with like a huge meal and then end up not eating all of well, it? Or, so or did I, you know going into it you weren't going to be that hungry? Well, so I had, you know, I had gone on the forum and asked people their experiences. And a couple people had said, like, be careful, like, don't overdo it when you eat because you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense, right? So my first meal was uh, two egg yolks, uh, an avocado, and some broccoli, just very light. Ate Sounds that. like a delicious dish there. It was very, very good. <laughs> really? Are you being God, sarcastic? Yeah, I'm being very sarcastic. <laughs> Egg yolks, fucking avocado, and what? I didn't like mix them broccoli. together. And broccoli. What yeah. a fucking awful decision well, there. What, would I get, what was I supposed to do? I don't know. Have a fucking piece of steak or something. Have a meal. I f- see, that feels that's heavy. It's not, not even a meal. But that feels like that'd be heavy to me. That's a sow meal, though. Come yeah. on. He's, yeah. he's sticking with his, his norm. Well, this is what I can't say. He shares this information like this. I'm like, who the fuck? 48-hour fast, <laughs> and then I'm going to have some egg yolks, broccoli, and... Listen, you big pussy. Okay, You're the going, one that going, can't sorry, even fast for 24 hours. I know, so there's, anyway. I know there's a group of fucking sow lovers that are listening <laughs> so, right now. Finish so, sow, please, Adam. Stop. Interrupting so I, I do exactly. all egg yolks yes. so all the time. I did, speaking to me. I did flour, that, though. and I wanted to do something light uh, with a little bit of proteins and some fats. And the crazy thing is I ate that, and I was like, I could have not eaten. I was like stuffed. Yeah. Um, I did make myself eat again a little later, and then I had you know tri-tip, and I had made there was a stir-fry that we had with Brussels sprouts and bacon and all this other stuff. And then I ate too much, and I just didn't feel good. So I think what I'm going to do if I do that again is have a small meal, and then the following day go normal. When did you When did you introduce carbs? What, I want to know what meal the, the carbs at your system. I still haven't had any. So you've been all fat and protein since then. So yeah, you, I still you went from had a uh, you went from a 48 hour fast to a keto ketogenic type of diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh wow. And I measured my ketones on the P stick, which why I know you, isn't super yeah, accurate. Why are you still using those? it? Works for me. For me, they do show up, and I know for some people they don't. But no, for me, they, they, show, show, they up. show up. They work. They're just inaccurate. That's all. For some people, they don't. Some people they don't show it up. Uh, they, you know, like uh, you know, I have a friend of mine who will pee on the stick and will be in total ketosis. We know it. And the stick will barely show anything up. And I think it has to do with the fact that you're... I, I, I forgot. We read that article. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your blood ketones, which is what really... It's all just what's in your urine. Yeah, so that's why... Why, does that, why do you even use it? Does so it... my urine... Because my urine ketones always show up when I'm in ketosis. And I can see... I can see how much higher they go or how much lower they go. And I got into the moderate you level, think, which right. is the... Yeah, so... So they did show up. But I didn't have... I still haven't had any carbohydrates. But nonetheless... 48-hour fast, I felt fucking great. I bet I could have had a hard workout. So next time I'm going to try like going you know, going for it and actually going for a workout. And I think I may do a three- or four-day fast uh, probably in a few months. <laughs> and at that point now, you're not – I'm going past any type of performance benefit. It's all now health at that point, and I'm pretty sure I'll have a loss of performance is what I, what I would anticipate you know, from that. I think that's – I worked out this morning, and I had a – Dude, I worked out like an asshole this morning. I worked out hard. I felt great. And I did have my Chimera and uh, you know all that stuff, like coffee this morning. I, but I, think, I felt amazing. I think that's important for us to know because I had somebody ask uh, on the page. I think it was on the Mind Pump page. I don't remember what page. One of our pages. And uh, he's he didn't understand. He's like, I don't understand how this could be beneficial for building muscle. And you're, if my goal is to build muscle, and you guys talk about yeah. utilizing fasting within building muscle, and I got a chance to kind of uh, lightly respond to him, but I think it's it's important enough to to address it on the podcast because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there 
that want to build muscle and that's their primary focus. But then they hear a couple guys like us that are talking about, you know, yeah. we incorporate like not fat. eating for three days. Yeah. Right. So, um, well, what you want to consider is, okay, fine. You want to build muscle. That doesn't mean that everything you do is geared towards building muscle. There are things you can do that will indirectly help you build right. muscle. And one of those things is imp- just improve your health, uh, through, Fastings. I know fasting for forty-eight hours is probably not going to build muscle, and if anything, I might adapt. Well, you're strengthening the process of it, though. That's, by yeah, like reinforcing uh, the way that you absorb and utilize uh, all these like nutrients that you're putting in your body. There's so that, definitely evidence that your body becomes more efficient and 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 what they would call uh, you know sensitized. Yeah, it's to insul- protein and insulin. Yeah, it's insulin sensitive. Now, well, here's the thing that you got to understand. So for the the, the forty-eight hours or twenty-four hours, say you're that you're fasting, Asking for during that time, you're, you're you're not building muscle right then and there. That's what right. he doesn't understand. It's, it's like a different mindset. Yeah, and and if your main goal was just to put weight on, put weight on, then obviously living in a surplus a majority of the time and not fasting would be ideal for you. But if you're looking for overall benefit and and if you're looking for health and incorporating that for sure, and you're it, people think it's going to be detrimental and it's not like it's you're not going to lose you know a pound of muscle off your body no i lost for fasting 48 hours no i lost a grand total of about 3 pounds over the 48 hours and, and I, really most of that is all water i guarantee mm-hmm. exactly i guarantee you by tomorrow i'll probably be back up to where i was mm-hmm. but I, I mean how about this look uh, adam you're a ifbb professional physique competitor you're oh, you know building muscle is kind of your job especially when you're competing you You've talked about how you've utilized fasting, you know, once a week during bulks. I I fast all the way. I during a bulk, I fast all the way until showtime. I utilize fasting too. I'm a once a weeker though, and right. I'm a, and I'm a 17 hour warrior fast because I want to get to. Here's my my logic behind why I only go that long is because my my main benefit is to build muscle. So I I do want to be in a surplus a majority of the time. But then I also I also want to get some of the benefits of fasting and restricting from the, the food. So What do you notice bulking when you incorporate uh, one fast? Oh, right? it's it's amazing because when I go back to re- feeding, that's when you I can feel the carbs instantly hit my system. Oh. So when I when I take them away like that and and I fast for a good 17, because I know about 17 to 20 hours is typically what I do, uh, when I reintroduce it. So I, I feel the energy spike. I feel the inflammation, like you say, go down. And then when I reintroduce the food, it's like, you know, it's to eating the food feels like I took this super pre-workout. Mm. You know, I've become, you can see, I can feel how sensitive I am. And the, and the leaner I get and closer to stage time I get, the more obvious it is. Now, would you say, obviously, it's, you know, there's health benefits to it, but would you say that incorporating that one fast a week during your bulk period or whatever, during your surplus period, uh, indirectly is helping you build more muscle also? Oh, I mean, this obviously this is anecdotal, but right. 100%, 100%. In my okay. opinion, and what I've gone through uh, incorporating the fast is, because this is what happens, like, because we don't have the, the science. The science is there that we understand what's going on in the body, but we don't have a, 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 the ability to track, right? Uh, like what's going minute by minute in your body. Okay, well, you know, if I'm in a week, right, and I'm living in a 500 to 1,000 calorie uh, surplus every day, you know, I don't know how much of those those extra calories are being allocated to building muscle or adding fat to my body. We just don't know, right? And the 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 idea in the in the bodybuilding community is just like surplus, surplus, because that way you want to make sure that all you know if you're always in a surplus, you know for sure that 
you're getting calories to go to build some muscle, but maybe some goes to fat, but who cares because you're building all this muscle. But then you build, you know, over a course of a winter bulk, like a lot of these guys do, you build, you know, you put on 30 pounds and, you know, 15 of it's uh, muscle and 15 of it's fat. And then they go to cutting and it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like how, how healthy is that really for the body when they could have incorporated some fasting and they would have maybe only put on 20 pounds and mm-hmm. what, 14 and a half of it was muscle. Well, and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll even make this argument. <clears throat> you talk to anybody who's ever competed in bodybuilding or physique or someone who's had a diet very hard. The best muscle building period they will ever experience is post show oh yeah you know right after the show and it's almost that's an excellent point because that's exactly how you feel so when you deplete on peak week right yeah you cut you're cutting so hard so hard so hard and then when everybody comes off a show they refeed and everybody anybody who's ever competed knows like man that workout week at post show is so awesome and and they're feeding their body tons of shit and garbage and all kinds of extra calories so that feeling that you get, that's the feeling you get when you incorporate fasting. Mm-hmm. When you incorporate the fasting uh, intermittently throughout your routine or throughout your workout or your uh, your, bulk your, your, or bro- your bulking program, then you get that little feeling of it's not obviously it's not quite as extreme because you if as somebody who's been cutting for sixteen weeks for a show and then they go in a surplus, but that's typically or that's you know basically what you're doing is you're creating that little that feeling that you get when you've been in a deficit and then you refeed again. So now, plus that mentality like it's so extreme that, that that's led to a lot of the uh, the problems with like the metabolic damage and and the, the aftermath of like going to the full bulk and then the full cut. And I've noticed, um, you know, some of the competitors that will come back, you know, to me and then try and like uh, get back through like a normal eating schedule. It's very tough yeah. because they've gone through this this crazy, like ec- extreme polar opposites. Well, I think if you use it properly, you you can build muscle and maintain leanness. I mean, God, I hate to say it this way, but relatively easily, like fasting is probably one of the most effective, easiest and it's easy because it doesn't require much like planning and calculate. It's it's super easy and effective tool. Now that being said, I always want to make sure we say this: nothing will replace eating properly, right. getting the right amount of calories. Your macronutrients are good, and eating healthy. So fasting doesn't work if you eat shitty. Yeah. Okay, so let's just not. And right. which is why uh, we combined it with our nutrition survival guide um, for like a ridiculous discount um, on our Mind Pump Media site. Uh, mindpumpmedia.com because we want to make sure that if you if you know nutrition you're really experienced you, you know and you just want to learn about fasting we also have the fasting guide by itself but for those of you listening that aren't super versed on nutrition and you want to try fasting then definitely get them together because you're going to get you'll, you'll learn how to do it with good nutrition well 100 we've we've talked about this before that it's you know i i consider it even though it's not super advanced what's super advanced about not eating I, 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 I tell clients that Step one, don't yeah, eat. yeah, right. I mean, I tell clients, so it, it, it is an advanced Check. technique because there's a, there's other priorities first. You need to understand, you know, what types of foods you should f- be feeding your body, the importance of eating with color, things like that first. And then you do something like that to optimize your, your plan. You know what I'm saying? So now, here's the second thing I did this weekend. Uh, did you guys, uh, you guys haven't watched sausage party? No, but I'm going to, cause what you said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> my, okay. My wife didn't like, it. I'm not going to say, Oh, she didn't like it. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm not going to say much about it because I can't, I'm going to wait for you guys to watch it. Cause I want to talk about it, <laughs> but it is imagine every line you think political correctness every single line racism sexism like horrible like just 
totally they, my type they of show. Fucking, they fucking <laughs> they don't just super inappropriate. Bro, they don't just cross they don't just cross the line. Very south. They take a shit on it. Very South Park like. Bro, it's so bad and so good at the same time. <laughs> at least 15 times during the movie. I thought to myself, like, did they really just like, fucking... Whoa. Are they, like, I'll give you an example. Was it, it has to be R, right? It's rated R. Yes. Uh. I'll give you one example. Like, you know, it's all these foods that are talking or whatever. One example. There's the the the, Mediter- the Middle Eastern food aisle, and you have the bagels, which are Jewish, <laughs> and then you have, like, the halal food or whatever, which is, you know, Arab. And let me tell you something. Uh, they... they uh, there's no political correctness. They go... It's bad. It's bad and it's hilarious. <laughs> the whole theater was just dying of laughter, and I heard people gasp. I've never heard people in the theater go, <gasps> like... Is it okay to laugh? Yeah. Like, can I laugh at this? It was fucking horrible. Wifey didn't like it, huh? Dude. She doesn't she's not South Parky type of well, humor or yeah. like family guy humor. What's her what's I her? think I think it was the last five minutes or whatever that really like she just was like, I can't believe Oh bro. It was too much. Oh for bro. Her. Bro, it's so bad at well, the I, end. Yeah. I was just like I think that ruined the, the whole movie for her, I guess. Wow, really? Yeah. Went, oh, that far. Did you watch her just she went No, I didn't. She went with her girlfriend. And I can I, I was can, pissed. I was I like, I want her to watch that. I can guarantee it you two will i want to watch it again i can guarantee the two of you will we'll go you'll you'll we'll, we'll do a we'll line pump field trip. we know our we know we have fucking awful humor yeah, we have we have terrible <laughs> senses of humor <laughs> yeah it's, it's dark it. yeah <gasps> oh shit here it comes oh my yeah. god being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. K-Rock Fit. What is your opinion on sports drinks and energy drinks? They're, Rocket fuel. They're, yeah, they're dog shit. They're caca. Yeah. Next. Can I say, yeah. I, can I, I was drink- Except if you live in Florida, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You, you need that? everything you can well, get. Well, that's a Gatorade reference. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, great joke. I didn't even get yeah. that. Yeah. Thanks. Because yeah. you know who invented Gatorade. You know, yeah. of course. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I, boy, that was right yeah. over my head. Right hey, there. hold on. Yeah. I do that a lot. Right I got the sports reference. Yeah, I need knuckle bump right here. Right here. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, sports drinks- Sport drink, that category of foods or beverages, is very, very clever. Uh, excuse me, clever, clever. I like marketing. clever. Okay, clever. Adam. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. It's, it's <laughs> You're very, on my level, clever. Yeah. Sport drink is another word for um, soda or oh. sugar drink. Yeah. Or Juice. something you shouldn't drink because it's bad for you. Or uh, di- type two diabetes. Those are the those are the categories. That's what you should call. <laughs> My favorite was vitamin water. Yeah, what the like, fuck oh, is that? Yeah, sounds healthy. No, sport drinks is that they put the sugar that's in there, and then they throw in some electrolytes, which by the way is like salt, <laughs> magnesium, potassium, <laughs> which is the magic uh, supplement according to one of these supplement yeah. companies that talked to us. <laughs> yeah, it's got electrolytes. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on to your chair. Yeah, can we share that for a second? That was one of, that was one of the first company we had a company that sat at. Oh the, yeah, that was trying uh, to pitch us to to. to Listen, have you guys heard of electrolytes? Yeah. Because <laughs> we fucking got those. Yeah. Studies show that electrolytes replenish you when you're dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. So does water. Uh, no, sports drinks, 
horrible waste of money. Not good for you. Uh, there's no reason to drink one. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about all the things that they put in there so they can say that it isn't a waste of money. I mean, they, they get you get some that have taurine, and you've got the the B vitamins, and you've got uh, what else they they put inside there that so they can say it's really good. Um, God, what else is there? You said B12 and all that. And yeah, all the B vitamins they pump in there. So B6, B12. Yeah. They put the uh, you know some of them have the vitamin C, vitamin D infused. They've got the uh, like I said, uh, taurine. Some even have some of them have uh, glutamine and shit inside of them. I mean, there's lots of these energy drinks yeah. that put milk thistle. They, there's a, a lot of them yeah. that put some thistle stuff in it. Good, but really, what most people use it. Let's be honest. What most people use an energy drink for or a sports drink is for energy. Is they want they want the stimulant from yeah, it, right? They want that spike. All the other stuff that the companies put in there, they put it in there so they can try and claim it's got this health benefits to it. Because if you put a little bit of taurine in it, you put a little bit of B vitamins in it, you can you can start to claim these healthy things about it. But in reality, really, what the most benefits you're getting is the spike in energy. And yeah. really, where is that coming from? Caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. And you're now you're because I'm thinking two different categories. I'm thinking sports drinks like Gatorade and Powerade, and then energy drinks like Red Bull and you know Monster. Uh-huh. The, the sports drinks, the non-stimulant drinks, like Gatorade, because Gatorade doesn't have any caffeine in it. Yeah, that's all electrolytes. Here's, here's the thing. When they do studies on uh, sugar drinks that have electrolytes on them and they show that, oh, you know, there may be some increases in you know performance, they're testing them on endurance athletes that are training for long periods of time. Well, it's a point you have to make, though, because it's yes. a very extreme amount of stress you're putting on the body and cardiovascularly. Plus, like even the Florida references, because of the mugginess, the humidity on top where you're sweating. And they're fucking double days training. Dying. And, come on. Yeah, if like, you're, anything if, will help. Yeah, if you're going on a 15-mile run or a 30-mile bike ride and your body's running off of glucose... And you need to replenish glucose halfway through. Yeah, you could drink some Gatorade or you could try some honey. Um, and if you need electrolytes, you could take some sea salt and put a pinch of it in your water. And the idea and is that, that it's right. it, it's in a liquid source, so it's gonna get it's gonna get converted over to glucose faster than anything else. So yeah. the glycemic index on those things are fucking through the roof, right? Yeah, They're like a yeah. hundred, right? Yeah. So the moment you get it, it's getting converted and yeah. shot over. It's a, that's you the need it right then. Yeah. So but I, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm not a hundred percent. Like I don't know. I don't know what the exact statistics are, but I bet my entire house. That the vast majority, like ninety something percent of people who drink Gatorade and Powerade, are just fucking regular people oh, yeah. that don't They're even work at, out. Seven like, Eleven. What, what pisses me off is I see a lot of kids drinking these Gatorade, big, huge Gatorade, like you know, food dye, like full sugar, all that shit, and their their parents think it's like healthy for them. Dude, the advertising for Gatorade makes me want to rip my eyeballs out and throw them in the garbage because I'm watching it and you've got this. <laughs> fucking pro yeah. basketball player and he's like and he's playing and he's yeah. fucking he's a he's badass like a trail he, of Gatorade like yeah, splashing all over him and he's fucking sweating Gatorade in the yeah. commercial and it's right. like yeah Gatorade yeah. and these kids I want to wa- sweat Gatorade yeah and these kids and stupid parents because I, I kids aren't stupid but the parents are are watching this going oh fuck I'm gonna buy my kid. My kid yeah. wants. My kid wants. He to plays that. sports. He wants. <laughs> he wants Coca Cola. But I'm gonna give him Gatorade yeah. instead because fucking Michael Jordan drinks Doing that the right shit. Thing. No, it's stupid. And then as far as the stimulant based energy drinks, it's just the stimulants that's in there. It's the, it's the caffeine. Mm. And I'll tell you something right now. Uh, you want to have a pre workout stimulant based drink that's also got lots and lots and lots of science supporting the fact that it's also super healthy for Ooh, you. Coffee. 
coffee. Yeah. Thank so you. so long as you can tolerate caffeine, because there are people who can't tolerate caffeine. But if you're one of those people, like a lot of us, who has no problem drinking caffeine, doesn't get heart palpitations, doesn't get anxiety, all that you know, potential side effects of caffeine. You want to drink something before you work out to give you some buzz, but you also want it to be neuroprotective, anti-cancer, especially skin cancer and liver cancer, uh, improve longevity, reduce you know instances of stroke, and there's the list goes on and on on of the health benefits. Drink black coffee, boom, yeah. done. Way cheaper and better for you than. And if it's not strong enough, fucking double the dose up. You know, drink Cause, more because that's somebody will try and <laughs> someone will try and compare that to like someone like a like a you know AML fucking you know in, in, in pre workout drink that's got four hundred milligrams of caffeine. Oh fuck! Don't get it's me like, started. Oh on man, that shit. when I drink this pre workout, though, I get way more. Well, yeah, no shit. It's got four hundred milligrams. That's like eight cups of coffee. So I guess if you really want that same st- Dude, stimulant feeling, hold on a second. The, uh, which one, the AML one? Yeah, that's got how many grams milligrams of caffeine? Four hundred in, in one serving. Four or four fifty. He might have bumped it to four fifty now. In one serving. Yeah, one serving. So here's what you're you're literally literally the the makers of that particular pre workout and 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 many of others they know that that what sells these drinks is the fact that you take them and then you feel, you feel like it right away yeah you feel like you just got like shot out of a cannon and so what they do is they continue to bump up the doses do you know what 400 milligrams of caffeine would do to somebody who doesn't drink coffee never has stimulants and wants to try a pre-workout for the first time yeah i think their eyes would explode they might they might it might be dangerous oh they would, it might actually be dangerous sh- they for sure would get the shakes and it would not be a feeling they would like do you know that somebody who doesn't do you know, know that in it's in the numbers in the tens of thousands the last time i looked it up of people who are hospitalized annually in america from overconsumption of caffeine 400 milligrams in one shot uh, is shitty, especially if you've got some kid who never drinks. You know, it's a 16-year-old kid lifting weights, and his buddy's like, here, have this, and he takes it. There was a kid in the UK who bought caffeine powder and took like three or four tablespoons because he's like, oh, I'm going to get so much energy. Didn't realize that he took something like a 2,000 milligrams of caffeine and died. He died from it, yeah. So uh, irresponsible, stupid, and uh, a waste of your money. Well, and when- have some black coffee. You want to have some amino acids? Fine. Throw in some fucking amino acids in there. Save money, and it's better for you. Yeah. Than all this other garbage. I agree. Luke Malby, is there any way to incorporate resistance into sissy squats? Sure. Hold Ooh. on to a plate. Yeah. So that so the sissy squat video that we posted on our new YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV. It's gotten a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. I think it's gotten quite a bit, right? We only posted it's a it. unique exercise. I mean, to be fair, like I know you knew about it, you know, Adam somewhat. Like I I was not really familiar with the exercise and the move. It's it's definitely something that's older. I think that's coming back and I, and you can see that people are searching, you know, for these types of exercises. Dude, it was a it was a staple movement um for strength athletes and bodybuilders way back in the day you know well before you go into how you progress it and getting the history of it i think it's important too and i know you just you know you grazed over our youtube channel is it i i knew about the move i never did it until you and um even when i first saw you do it i was still performing it incorrectly so the the mechanics on it are definitely challenging so i think it's important that's why we made that was one of our first YouTube videos that we decided to drop on Mind Pump TV was because we knew that this was a popular move that everybody likes doing and a lot of people can mess it up. There's a real important point to watch when you do this, what you do with your your pelvis during the whole move, because you can easily let the hips sink down. Right. Um, so, you know, make sure if you've never if you have never done it before, you know, we just did a great video on the on the YouTube Mind Pump TV 
check that out and stuff. But yeah. so ad resistance, if you can properly, you know, engage, you know, and keep everything tight through the movement yeah, exactly. and have good mechanics. Exactly. That's yes. what I'm trying to get yeah. at before you start like trying to. It is a very technical move. It is. Uh, and, and you want it's all knee extension. So when you're doing it, uh, it, it, it there's no hip flexion or extension involved. So I, I, I shoot my hips forward. I lock them into place. I'm on the balls of my feet and it's all knee extension at that point. Um, so it's 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 a full on quadricep movement, but it is very technical. And I'll tell you this much: uh, very few people will need to add resistance to I a don't, sissy squat. I don't use it anyway. No. I've no. never have it. To me, like you got to be really strong. You literally, I mean, and I and I'm sure I could. Like if I was trying to just to prove I could, but I, just by slowing the movement down and really squeezing. Yeah, well, especially if you're using it to be like a pre exhaust going into something like a front squat, or you know, you're using it in in, in that type of a fashion. You yes. wouldn't really need a lot of resistance. Well, right? we talked about replacing it. You're replacing the leg extension. Oh, that's totally. Really, that's really what that move is for: is to replace the leg extension. And it's it's to me it's almost as silly when you see people do leg extension with crazy heavy weight. It's just like you're not going to see huge gains from doing yeah. stacking the leg extension machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So yeah, the it's same an thing would go with, Yeah, the same thing would go with the sissy squat. Like, you know, it's a pre exhaust type of movement that you do before you head into a front squat or a back squat, and that's the that the squat is where the big bang for your buck is. So yeah. it is. Now I I I've been doing it for a while. I've gotten pretty good at it, and the heaviest I'll ever go is I'll hold a forty five pound plate and. The way you do it is you hold it at your chest, arm around the weight. I like to grip underneath the weight. And as I'm leaning back, the weight is kind of resting on, you know, as I lean back, the, the weight's on my chest. Um, but I could slow it down. I could squeeze real hard at the top of the movement. It is an isolation movement, like Adam says. A- isolation movements aren't really, they don't lend themselves well to just using and adding tons of weight. But I will say this, uh, if you're a leg extension person, start playing with sissy squats and you'll build you will build muscle with the sissy squat it's pretty rare to build muscle with the leg extension well you know there's something too to be said about and i've seen some i believe i've seen the uh what's his face the hypertrophy coach we've talked about that we like some of the stuff that he puts out there on how he like puts his butt he uh angles his hips differently on a leg extension machine so that way he can get full range of motion Uh that's the beauty of the sissy squat is when you do that correctly, you take that you take that quadricep through full range of motion, mm-hmm. and you're you're having to move your entire body, so everything's having to work. It's such a well. Such plus, a great I see more like after going through our assessment with uh, Doctor Brink, uh, you know, and and showing like the importance of being up on your toes and getting engagement, uh, you know, from that position is very similar to the sissy squat. What he had us do. Oh yeah, he had and, to sit there uh, and be stable. Right. So it, it just. It, you know, from a different perspective, as far as like getting proper engagement, you know, from your muscles and, and, and awaking that process, uh, it's a great exercise for that. Oh, let, no, let that's, me, a, that's a great point. Let me ask you a question, Adam. You <clears throat> talked about uh, hypertrophy coach showing a variation of the leg extension. Mm-hmm. Was he sitting up with his hips up? To, yeah. Do you know what you want to know? What's funny? One of the originals, if not the original leg extension machine. Is it angled like that? You actually laid on your back oh, and did uh, leg extensions. So rather than sitting up, I'm laying like if I was on a flat back, and then my legs were bent, and then I was doing a leg extension. Oh, wow. And I believe Vince Garanda, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I apologize if, I, if I'm wrong, but Vince Garanda, who was, you know, they called him the scientist back in the day. He was one of the very first, you know, uh, bodybuilders to really analyze, even though some of his opinions I disagree with, he was one of the very first bodybuilders to really analyze exercise and change technique or whatever. I believe... He had that in his gym, and it was it was popular because people loved the way it felt. And if you think about it, 
I could really f- see how you would get a different feel in the quads from well because back. you when you're in the seated position, you know a leg extension machine doesn't won't allow you to bring your heel all the way back to your glutes. And mm. if you think about it, that's full range of motion. You know, what I'm mm. saying to be able to take the heel back to the glute and then full extend to full knee. Ooh, that's nasty to knee extension, yeah, right? So. Is. You know, you you can't really do that in a, a 90-90. So they they actually, you know, it, they were teaching to lift the hips up. And, you know, and once again, this is why I, you know, although I'm giving him kudos for uh, him, you know, manipulating the mechanics on a machine, I just find it stupid to, to do things, <clears throat> to manipulate a machine, to to do a movement that you can do with your body weight that trumps it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. why do, why get up, like, I, I see someone doing that, I'm like, do a fucking sissy squat and get all those same benefits plus tons more. Like, yeah. I mean, that that that's that, that sissy squat should replace your, your leg extension. There should be no... Leg extension to me is uh, unless you know. Here's machines to me like if you if you're rehabbing somebody and the, and there's a, there's an issue like that that you're concerned about and you need them to be yeah it's, stabilized. That's a know. good question. That's a good point because the sissy squat is difficult if you do have bad knees. Yes, if you are very unstable, it is not an exercise to start with. Then I can see somebody using a machine, uh, you know, which is actually what they were designed for. And then uh, last point about the sissy squat, the most important part of that rep is at the bottom. So really yes. keep those hips up, come down, get to you, where you can start to feel a stretch in the quads, quads, drive in to the floor and stand up. And it's that bottom part of the rep that you'll really see a lot of the benefit. But again, you can watch the video. Uh, yeah, on check my that TV. shit out on YouTube. Comment on it. Let us know. And uh, I tell you what, man, if you guys are leg extension people, incorporate that and then, you'll, you know, it'll blow your mind. Yep. GE Grayling, what are the three most important things people should take away from Mind Pump? That's a great question. Whoa. Well, that is a great the question. The first one that comes to mind. Uh, Adam's shoe collection. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. The best shoe collection. How uh, to properly vajazzle. Uh, yeah. No, I definitely think the the first one, the first number one for me, I, I think, is the relationship with food. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that. We talk a lot about um, fasting. We talk a lot about the ketogenic diet. We talk a lot about uh, different uh, ways of eating. And uh, the one thing that I think that we, the message that we've always tried to uh be consistent with is that it's not about the diet it's not about this it's not it's more about your your relationship with food and and understanding what it does for your body and and that it's okay to not eat these things that these myths that we've that have been out for so many years in the the bodybuilding world so i think that would be number one right i mean that's the first thing that comes to mind it's got to be and we get the most comments on that Mm -hmm. i think people really trip out over how much they learn just from that one thing uh, right there because really you know identifying foods effects on your weight gain and weight loss is what everybody focuses on but you know getting people to focus on the effects uh, of food on all the other things from your mood to your skin to your energy to why you may want to eat something and why maybe you're not you're hungry but you or why you think you're hungry and maybe you're not hungry and, you know, the, the, the way you punish yourself with food or restricting food and, uh, you know, all those different things really all goes under the umbrella of relationship with food. And we get probably the most comments, I would say, on that yeah. one thing right there. I would say that. And then maybe t- I would say, too, is probably program design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, when we all sat around uh, in my living room over two years ago and we're talking about, you know, all the, the shit that's going on with the industry and uh, all these these companies that are preying on competitors. What I was going through when I was competing, and you know, we saw this huge need for for programming. It's like, man, there's there's nobody who's really putting emphasis on the importance of how you design your workout program. Everything's on the quick fix. It's all about 
what can I take right now to make me look this way or feel this way or lose this weight? And people have just totally looked pat beyond uh, the importance of program design. So, and we've really, I think, built our our business around that. So it's think- crazy. It's crazy to me how uh, in in the I mean, the workout itself is okay. We got the Olympics going on right now, right? Do you guys have any idea how much science oh, yeah. goes into the workout right. of these athletes? For them to prepare. The program design that goes into these athletes <clears throat> is ridiculous. I mean, they it, design apparel. They design like everything around like these little intricate details that they study and they film over and over every day in practice. And they spend hours, hours upon hours every day on the same exact process. It is. And I would even venture to say this, like nutrition is extremely important, but once you reach a certain point, there isn't this like, you know, you're not going to get a lot of return from, you know, designing this ridiculous, intricate details of nutrition like you will with workouts. Workouts, when it comes to performance, extremely fucking important. And it's like people forgot. People mm-hmm. forgot for a long time. Everybody's workout looked the same. Chest on Monday, back on Tuesday, shoulders on Wednesday, whatever. You know, do your exercises, do one or two finishing movements afterwards, and <laughs> and there's your fucking workout. There's your program design. Yeah. It's and it was it's a joke. And 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 people I think are finally starting to see what actual program design does. And I love getting messages and, mm-hmm. and, and emails from from people who enroll in like you know Maps Anabolic, which is our we consider the foundation program i love getting messages from people going holy shit like i hit two new prs and i can't believe how much muscle i'm building and nothing else has changed it's like that's the beauty of exercise program and that's how important it is yeah uh to you know to your progress so, so it's mind say, blowing i'd say that's one and two right for sure i'd say those, those two are, <laughs> i was gonna say to not take yourself so seriously but oh because of as far as like have carrying yourself with this ego and and being you know like having this attitude, like you, you have everything figured out, mm. you know, like I just, I feel like we're always seeking people to, to prove something else that we could respond to and then bring in and discuss and, and maybe even like uh, change our, our ideas with it. Like I, I'm always seeking that type of a knowledge base uh, to improve. So it's, it's constantly trying to improve and then also teach uh, you know, people, how, you know, how we got to that point. No, I think that's a great, uh, you know, we, we touched a little bit on that with, uh, Juji recently, right. When he came on the show and, and how one of the things we love about what he does is he makes working out fun and not so serious. It doesn't have yeah. to be like all these, all the, my peers, like when I look at all the competitors, it's like this, you know, it's so miserable. Like, or you have to be so dedicated. You have the to grind, sa- the grind, yeah, the yeah. grind, and sacrificing. All it's like, dude, come on, like, yeah, lighten the fuck up. Yeah, that's not health and fitness. It should be enjoyable. It should be a, a fun journey, a great experience. It's. It doesn't mean like, okay, if I want to look this way, I've got to fucking buckle down and sacrifice the well, rest of my life. And I feel yeah. like this is where a lot of like the you're talking about food relationships and all these kind of things, like. People that take themselves so seriously and everything is this big sacrifice and, 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 you know, burn everybody around them, you know, this is a problem, you know, even if it's, if if it's healthy minded, like it's a problem, like you you have the wrong mindset, like you gotta, you gotta be able to enjoy life, but, but then also improve yourself and, and, you know, really consider people around you, not just yourself. Well, how much more successful do you think someone's going to be in fitness if they enjoy it? Exactly. I mean, you can't you can't compare, can you? No. There's no comparison. I don't care what it is you're trying to accomplish. If you fucking hate it, you're not going to do it nearly as good as if you love it. And I don't care how disciplined you are. There will be a point 
where you're going to say, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just the bottom line. So that's a very, very good point. Yes. Yeah, I, I like the. I think those would be a good three. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably go on with a bunch of other shit, but I would, I would take those for sure. Art of April. Is there a certain way to lose weight when you have hormonal imbalances that make it difficult to lose weight? A certain way? So yeah, so here other than getting healthy first, exactly. I mean, that's why. That's why I, I, I'm so. I, I like this question. I like hmm. that we put this up here. Um, here's the thing: if you are having, and by the way, this you know when people say I have hormonal imbalances, um, and, and they're just guessing that they have hormonal imbalances, we don't know. We don't know if it's actual hormonal imbalance if you're just unhealthy. Um, but if you're if you know for sure you have a hormonal imbalance, you've got all this telltale signs of actual Or you've done your blood imbalance. work and, and your you've fucking done doctors, blood work. doctors told right. you. And yeah. you've done blood work. Then uh, I would not focus on losing weight uh, because trying to lose weight with a bad hormonal imbalance is not only running uphill, but it will likely cause the hormonal imbalance to become worse. Um, so the key, what Adam, like Adam said, is you have to get healthy. Don't even worry about losing any weight. Don't worry about the scale at all. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to feel better, to feel healthier, to you know uh, get rid of the symptoms of your hormonal imbalance. If you're having you know m- you know mood issues and you know maybe depression issues and hot flashes and you know cold sweaty you know palms all the time and all the symptoms of you know hair loss or and skin issues, uh, don't worry about your weight. You need to get healthy first because when you become healthy, the weight loss will become very will be much 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 easier. If you try to lose weight while your hormones are fucked up, you're asking for metabolic damage if you don't already have it, and you're asking for hormonal imbalances that uh, will will stick around uh, for a long. Well, time. let's talk about some of the clients that we, as I'm sure all of us have had these clients. Um, right away when I hear this, because I've had people that either one, like you said, think they have these issues. Or two actually have these issues, and you know how do I, what do I start addressing? Uh, typically, these are my um, super high sugar and alcohol consumers, uh, under consumption of uh, good healthy fats, uh, not enough protein in their diet, uh, overstressed, not sleeping very well. Um, you know these that's kind of the my the my wheelhouse of things that I, I right away start to address. You know, tell me about. How much wine and alcohol are you consuming? Tell me about how much sugar and stuff is in your diet. How many st- are you taking? Lots of you know stimulants and caffeine and lots of shit like that to keep you going because you're always up and down all over the place. All those things. And then are you somebody who eats a lot of good superfoods and good you know uh, healthy fats in your diet? Are you are you getting things like that or missing fiber? Fiber is another one. I get a lot of these these clients that are uh, grossly under eating fiber. So those typically are the things. But it, like you know Sal is saying is. All those things result in just being healthy. I mean, getting those all balanced out and finding out what you need. Um, I just I find it fascinating that people don't seem to think or they just don't acknowledge that your diet and your sleep and your lifestyle is going to have a profound impact on your hormones. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why people have a tough time getting that. Yeah. And part of me wants to think that they don't want to get it. Because it's too fucking hard to correct. Because well, because it means you got to change their lifestyle. Right, yeah. and, right. Because like, if I'm a man and I have low testosterone, um, and the doctor says, "Oh, you know, we just tested your testosterone. You're at you know 75. Uh, you know, we need to give you testosterone shots." But in the meantime, I, my diet is heavy on sugar. My I'm not getting good enough healthy fats. I'm only sleeping five hours a night. 
Um, I'm having to keep myself up all day long with shit tons of stimulants. Um, I don't have, I'm not exercising uh, properly. Um, you know, what do you think would happen if I corrected all those things? What do you think would happen to my testosterone levels? The odds are it's going to improve quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Those are the odds. So, you know, I, I it, it blows me away that people don't consider that kind of shit. Like, yeah. get healthy first, and then most of you probably wouldn't have, you know, hormone issues. Now, of course, there can be other reasons for having hormone issues, one of which is, you know, going off uh, birth control. You, you see a lot of women will go off birth control, and they'll it'll give them problems sometimes for a good few months before things balance out. In that case, the answer is the same. You got to be very healthy so your body has a better chance of balancing. Well, you know out. why? It's because in this industry, in this market, uh, you know, everybody is so fixated on fixing it by working out more, or you know, it's either or or, cr or crash dieting or, or, or like restricting yourself. It's either one or the other, and it's so much more complex than that. Like the body, especially with hormones, there's just you know so much of a balance issue like you're not bringing balance into your body first and foremost and that's too hard for people to comprehend a lot of times because when they think about fitness or losing weight all they think about is oh well i got to eat less oh i got to you know kill myself i mean trip off this guys think about this for a second if uh, everybody uh, in america um ate to nourish their body so they ate healthy if they were all appropriately active i'm not talking about extreme like like we lift work out or whatever i'm talking about just appropriate levels of activity and everybody kind of ate right and everybody slept like they were supposed to and they also had strategies to mitigate stress because you know life is stressful nothing you could do about that imagine if everybody did that how many less cases do you think we would see of pretty much every single chronic disease, illness? Yeah. Uh, you know, everything from, and I'm talking kids too, you know, ADD, ADHD. I'm talking about, you know, uh, depression in adults. I'm talking about everything. How much less do you think we would see of that if yeah. people just did that? Oh, yeah, it'd be alarming. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how big of a difference. I would venture to say that we would see chronic illness and chronic issues like the ones I listed and, and more um, on the very outskirts, on the on the very like minority. It would be a very minority group of people that would have some of those issues. And the vast majority, vast majority, we would see none of those problems anymore. So really the solution, you know, to who's asking this question, the solution is extremely simple. It is not easy, however. No. It requires a lifestyle change. Uh, but we know what the, the changes need to be. So it's actually quite simple. The formula is very, very simple. And it's I wish there. more yeah. people would understand that. And it's not like this huge, crazy sacrifice. It's steps in the right direction, right? So someone like that, too, you know, let's say those things I listed off, like you're uh, a culprit of all of them. You know, you're drinking the sugar, you're not eating the healthy fats, you're sleeping. Like, I, I can't take that person and say, we're fixing all this tomorrow. Like we're cutting all no, this you, out. You're no, going this you way. Can't. It's just it's one focus at a time. Like mm -hmm. if you were somebody who was a heavy, you know, wine every single night you drink or something like that. It's like okay, let's start to tailor this back a little bit. Or if you're somebody who, you know, is not a big berry eater and stuff, you don't eat a lot of spinach, you don't get a lot of fiber in the diet. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to start to incorporate, you know, one, these one or two things every day in your diet and pay attention to how you've. Because I also want you to see as we're making these better choices how you feel because i want you to relate that to it i don't want it to be about losing weight i want you to i want you to make these little subtle changes cuz some people were like 
you know, when you try and take wine from somebody who just loves a glass of wine every single night because they, they in their head they've told themselves that I need that to relax, I need that to feel better, I need that to sleep well. Well, that's because you got everything else so fucked up in your, and you think that's really benefiting that much. Let me start to tweak some of the things in your nutrition. Let me show you how that makes you feel, and then you tell me if that's something that you want or you don't want. You right. know, so and, then, and you know we're gonna there's gonna be people people who say, hey, Sal. <clears throat> Hey, mind pump. I want to. Hey, man. I want to enjoy my life. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. So well, I want to eat. Downer. I want to eat shitty food, and I want. I like to drink three glasses of wine every night, which a lot of people do. Mm. Um, and I, I know I, it's just that's that's how I enjoy my life. This is what I say to you, people. You're a fucking liar, and I'll tell you why. Because you're not enjoying your fucking life. You're actually putting band-aids on a life that is stressful, on a life that's causing you lots of problems. And let me tell you something. I'm, and I'm just saying this right now, and I hope I, I apologize for being abrasive, but you will truly enjoy your life far more when you do the things that we're talking about. And I'm not talking about anything extreme. I'm just saying appropriate. I'm just saying keep feeding your, you know, when you feed your body, keep nourishment as your priority. And you look, you go to a birthday and you want to enjoy yourself. Fine, you have a you know an event. You want to do something? Fine, but for the most part, for the most part, you're feeding to nourish your body. For the most part, you're staying relatively active. You don't got to train like we do. You don't got to train like an athlete. You're just taking care of yourself. For the most part, you mitigate your stress by doing things that you know will make you feel better. Like God, I'm so fucking stressed out. I could kill someone. Instead of you know grabbing a glass of wine or whatever, read a book. You know how many people I talk to and they're like, oh, I used to love reading. Why, why don't you do it anymore? I'm too stressed out. Yeah. Really? I don't have the time. Really? When next time you or take just a, go move. Yeah. You know, and I, a lot, lot of it's pent up energy. I'm telling you right now, you will enjoy life. It's not about living longer. Will you live longer if you do the things that, that I'm talking about? Probably. Do I know for sure? No. It's about living better. It's about living better. There it and is. you will actually enjoy your life a lot more. By doing some of these simple things and just making it a part of your life. That's right. Live fucking better. That's Hashtag Krispy Kreme. Now check this out. You got to check out our programs. We just talked about the fasting guide and the nutrition survival guide. That's at mindpumpmedia.com. We got other stuff on there as well. Um, and don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If we like your review, we pick it among the other reviews. Make it's sure you check out ones. the YouTube channel. I mean, we're going to be pumping out daily content on there for you guys. It's free. So Mind take Pump, advantage of it. Mind Pump TV. And you can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.